This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last Welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Eber along with Kartik Krishnar. And no, neither one of us are Dan Patrick. But then again, we are talking the beautiful game as we do every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. And Kartik, uh, we had some technical issues and we were not on the air yesterday, which would have been uh, probably the day people were tuning in, of course, right, to uh, to hear all of the aftermath of the Gold Cup, Copa America, Women's World Cup. Uh, so, uh, sadly, we were not on. But we are on today. We'll be on every day this week, folks. So, you know, d- don't send us hate mail. But let's get to it today, Kartik. And then once we're done with today, we can put a line under this and move on and start talking about all this incredible transfer market happenings uh, in Europe and beyond because uh, there's some big money movements happening and we want to keep everybody abreast of that and have a healthy discussion about that but in the meantime we're going to wrap up the weekend's tournament action we're going to wrap up the three big tournaments women's world cup gold cup Copa america <laughs> lots and i'm choking not because i'm sad it's over uh because i swallowed something down the wrong way but there are lots of talking points Kartik. lots of talking points yeah, there's so much that have come out of these tournaments. Uh, great triumph for the U.S. women. A lot of discussion about equality and LGBTQ and, and Donald Trump. Uh, Copa America, Brazil gets over the hump. They win at home. I, I guess that's what was expected, but still, they did it. And uh, we've seen Brazil underachieve recently. And then there's a lot to discuss from the Gold Cup, U.S. versus Mexico. We can also talk about a couple of African nations. Probably not going to have time tonight, but Egypt uh, eliminated in penalty kicks. Uh, the hosts, uh, the favorites, probably, um, who had uh, ripped through the group stage. So, uh, lots to talk about, a lot going on in football. Yep. By the way, I'd like to uh, let everybody know that our podcast will now, starting today, be available on the Believe platform, which is B-L-E-A-V, the Believe platform. And I guess they go to Stitcher and iTunes and all the rest of that stuff. So, we have a new podcast platform. We'd like to welcome them uh, to the family. We'd like also like to welcome all of our listeners Uh, men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network, as well as if you're on one of our digital platforms, iHeart, TuneIn, or the award-winning SiriusXM app, we welcome you to the show. Those are the topics on the table. We'd love to hear from you. Our Twitter is at 5th Street Sports, 5TH Street Sports, or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash 5th Street Sports Talk, or you can call us in the studio, 800-878-PLAY. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with more on 5th Street Soccer. 
It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Helped on by Mewis to Laval. The game's opening up. Rose Laval, lovely run, great goal, brilliant goal, Rose Laval might have won the World Cup for the United States with a fantastic goal. By the way, I've had a number of people ask me what that song is. We play it quite a bit here. That's actually No More Heroes by The Stranglers, one of my uh, favorite bands out of the late 70s. Or mid, actually, 77, 78, uh, English band. Good stuff. Anyhow, welcome back to the show. Nick and Kartik with you. Uh, there, of course, Rose Lavelle's goal. The U.S. women win the Women's World Cup. Interestingly enough, Kartik, the Dutch team looked like they never found the right gear they needed. I think they had it, 
but it seemed like they never found it. Yeah, so the thing about the way the Dutch played that were was so surprising given how they played in the tournament to this point was that I think they were really committed to, to their shape at the back, which remained pretty solid uh, for about 50 or 55 minutes in this match. But they didn't really find that gear going forward. And the ability, once possession, to hold the ball and then spring numbers on, on counterattacks or on any sort of um, movement in the opposition half, uh, except for a five-minute stretch between minute 40 and, uh, well, I guess it was about seven minutes if you include stoppage time, uh, between minute uh, 40 and halftime. That was the only time the Dutch really looked at the races. The rest of the time, they looked like they were tentative. They were reactive. Uh, they were defensive, right? They were playing um, to the U.S.'s. Um, they, were, they were playing with a certain degree of fear uh, as, as far as what the U.S. could do to them early in the match. Yeah, and of course, the U.S. took advantage of that. And I'm really glad they scored that goal from open play because I thought the, the first one was the penalty, right? I thought that was a, that was a bit iffy. Yeah. Yeah, I um, think it was probably the right call, but it's a call you don't get without VAR. Okay, right. a referee's not going to make that. And, and, and secondly, I hate the fact, this, is, this goes back to what we've talked about earlier in this tournament on the show about um, uh, crime and punishment and in terms of uh, uh, the punishment fitting the crime. When a player like uh, Alex Morgan is moving away from goal, is no threat uh, on goal and probably is not going to do anything. Uh, a penalty is a harsh, uh, yeah, a harsh punishment. Yeah, and, and I'll agree with you, and I'll reiterate. I mean, it was a fair penalty based on the current rules, and and correct, you know, correct. Uh, I'm not suggesting that anyone got you know a leg over or anything like that. It just it, it, it that was the right call. But as we've discussed on this show numerous times, Kartik, with the uh, and interestingly enough, I'll just kind of segue my thought here for a minute. The implementation of VAR was radically different in all three tournaments that I watched. Uh, the Women's World Cup, I would say, had the most draconian implementation of VAR that I've seen. Uh, but regardless of that, uh, what VAR is telling us, as we have discussed on this show, is that the problem is not VAR, it's analyzing the rules themselves and, and being able to make those distinction, distinctions, Kartik, uh, in saying... You know, she was moving away from goal. The Dutch player went, yeah, with a high boot, but she was getting a fair ball. Uh, you know, what do you expect her to do? She, you know, she, she has to stick out an appendage somewhere to try to get the ball. Uh, it, there was no immediate, immediate danger on goal. It wasn't like a goal-scoring uh, opportunity was, uh, was uh, taken away by the foul. Uh, and, and I think they need to look at these rules, and I think they will, but based on the current rules, certainly a fair penalty. However, the open goal... The open play goal was fantastic. Uh, the U.S. deserved it, Kartik. I don't think they played as well as they could have. Uh, I think much like uh, college sports, you know, the Women's World Cup is very much like the college sports of, uh, the, say, college football versus the NFL. It's imperfect. Uh, it's, full of, uh, it's full of surprises. Uh, it's full of uh, errors along the way. It's a great game, very exciting. But, you know, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And if I had to compare it to the other two tournaments, I will say this. I thought Copa America got really, really good from the semifinals onwards. And we can talk about Messi getting sent off in the in the third place game. Bit of a shocker there. Uh, but you hardly ever see that, by the way. Uh, but 
regardless, to stay with the Women's World Cup. Great performance, great job. The viewer numbers were terrific. What I don't get with the media, Kartik, is this nonsense that they're saying about how, well, yes, the Men's World Cup final last year got 11 million viewers and the Women's World Cup final got 12 or whatever the number was. Of course, the Americans weren't in the World Cup final. <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. men's side. If the That's American correct. men were in the World Cup final, I'd imagine that number would probably be 30 million at least. Yeah, and I'm also a little bit curious about, uh, and it's unfortunate because I thought this tournament was so good, why the number, now I, I know the time of day makes a difference, but why the number for this World Cup final for the women was so far below the number last World Cup final for the win, which I think is still a, a record for, for viewership for a soccer match in this country. 20-something, right? 20-something Yeah, it was probably 26 or 25 or 26. So I, I the, the simple explanation was given, well, this was at 11 a.m. versus 6 p.m., but uh, I don't know. It's still, I don't think the number should have been halved. That, that kind of worries me and bothers me, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, look, it was, uh, it was a great tournament. I think everybody thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I will say this, um, there's been a lot of interesting discussion in the aftermath of the World Cup about the uh, lesbian athletes and LBGBTQWZKWV and all the various uh, uh, letters you can add on to the end of it. Uh, I, I, I don't really have time for any of that. Uh, you know, what people do in their private lives is none of my business. I could care less, to be fair. Um, having said that, um, I thought... Uh, Megan Rapino, who is very much the tallies man of the U.S. or tallies woman, I suppose one should say, of the yeah. U.S. women's team, I thought Kartik she was really out of line in her statements about FIFA and how you know their their increase of investment to four billion dollars or a billion dollars over the next four years is ridiculous and they should quintuple it. And the fact is, the men's World Cup brings in I, I read four billion dollars in revenue for FIFA, and the women's World Cup brought one hundred and fifty million. And there's clearly a big gap there, and it's going to take a long time to close that gap. It doesn't mean they don't deserve equal pay from U.S. soccer, because they certainly do. In fact, they deserve better pay than the men. Uh, But in terms of the FIFA prize pool, I think that's a percentage of the revenue they make. So I'm not sure that that's a valid argument. Yeah, so uh, what I've also argued about this is that I think the U.S. women, that $150 million, whatever uh, revenue generated uh, by the FIFA Women's World Cup, has you know, predominantly due to the U.S. women. Yeah. So they might be responsible for generating 50 of that $150 million. The $4 billion that the men generate, the U.S. is probably uh, – U.S. men are judge responsible. Well, they were responsible for zero this past <laughs> World Cup. But the previous World Cup, they were probably responsible for – Five million? Yeah. Two million? I mean, they're, yeah. they're not significant in the men's game. So my point has been that the women deserve that the the revenue uh, argument is is ridiculous because the women are more responsible for generating revenue for their their tournament than the men are. Now, if you're talking about prize money for the winner, that, right. uh, that's, yeah, that's Brazil or Germany, yeah, Brazil, Germany, France on the men's side, they're responsible for generating, you know, uh, you know. Exponentially more revenue than the women, so that, I, I think the the discussion on the FIFA level is very different than the discussion we have to have in the U.S. They're, it, they're two different discussions, and Rapino, I think, was making a false equivalency there. Yeah, no, she really was, and I do love her. I think she's great, and you know, oh, listen, yeah, me I mean, too. They, these guys are everything that we expect Americans to be. They're uh, ass kickers, they're name takers, they're serial winners, they're successful, they are unapologetic, uh, and they are champions. 
but for some reason we expect uh, them to be wallflowers and show humility. I don't get that double standard, Kartik. You've got one minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know why we as a society have such a problem with, um, with, with the U.S. women boasting about being the best in the world and winning. I, I, I always thought that that was um, part of the American psyche. But now with them, it, it, maybe it's because they're women. Maybe it is sexism. No, hey, exactly what, they need exactly to be more. what it is. Yeah, exactly. you know, they have to show more humility. They have to be better winners. Why? <laughs> I don't no understand clue. it at all. It's sexism. Yeah, it must be sexism. It's, it complete, it's complete sexism. And I'm sorry if you're listening to the us and saying, oh, these guys are politically correct. No, guys, this is just this is just common sense here. Okay? This is just common sense. When have you ever heard about a men's team being regaled with negative press for winning 13-0 and celebrating their goals? I don't get it. Look, we have to go to break. Uh, I think we shall do that. Uh, and when we come back, we'll pick up the discussion on this briefly, and then we'll move over to, I don't know, let's do Copa America. We'll be right back after this. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. 
Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 7113 800-470-7113 800-470-7113 That's 800-470-7113 I'm not a great believer that in this great country we're ever going to be an elite soccer power. And I'll tell you why. Not because we don't have the numbers and, and the kids that play the game. I just think in this country... We're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole in terms of what's the best way to develop players. We're a massive country where it should be the aspiration of every youngster to go to college, not to drop out, not to play in an academy system, not Mm -hmm. to forego college. If that's not your priority, in this country it should be your priority. So that's a big disconnect with the rest of the world. Second thing is we, more than any other country in the world, and I'm talking soccer countries, we're, we're a money business. We don't have 20, 30 million kids playing organically in the park, in the streets, where Johan Cruyff and Pele and Maradona and Neymar and Messi learn their skills. We have an organized $2 billion business that really stunts the development of real players. So if it happens ever in this country that we get to the heights of Germany or Italy or Spain, Argentina, Brazil, it would shock me. And I'm okay with that. I really am. I just think because of different priorities in our country, it's very, very difficult to develop elite players. NASL legend, actually, Shep Messing. Yeah. Talking about the development of players in the U.S. But actually, he's wrong, Kartik, because, you know, in most of the world, the days when thousands of kids are organically playing in parks, those days are actually gone. And one of the big discussions in England, for example, and in Brazil, is the sort of available public space for that sort of uh, organic pickup games uh, th- that sort of space is gone uh, th- th- there's less and less of it available and so kids are more and more having to go through organized structured systems but look this is a discussion for another day uh, but interesting imp- uh, interesting insights from Shep Messing uh, we're talking women's world cup uh, we're going to talk gold cup uh, Copa America as well I will say this Kartik the US deserved the victory they won it fair and square, through hard work. And, you know, much like how I gritted my teeth for all those years and watched Manchester United win everything, it was always that goal in Fergie time that you kind of felt they shouldn't have had because the game should have ended four hours ago, but the referee's letting it play until they score. Or whether it's that penalty call that you felt they probably shouldn't have. And look, that's just because I dislike Man United. I don't dislike the women's national team, so don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying, when you are a serial winner... 
when you are name-kicking, uh, name-taking, ass-kicking champions like our women are, you know, you do the breaks do fall your way. Yeah, and and I think they were consistently getting breaks in the knockout stage, which um, tended to always happen to Manchester United. And the idea that the U.S. got lucky because they got so many penalties called, uh, just like Manchester United would win games because they, they OG was their leading scorer, right? Own goals. It was because it would create so much pressure that inevitably the opposition makes mistakes. And that's right. what happened with Manchester United getting, uh, having the opposition score so many own goals. And that's what's happened with the U.S. women uh, getting so many penalties and free kicks yep. in dangerous situations. It's just, it's also mental because they are serial winners. Defensively, you make mistakes because you're always under pressure, not just physically, but mentally. Well, let's turn our attention, Kartik, to someone, that, a group that are not, that are the opposite of the U.S. women's national team, both in terms of gender and success. Let's talk about the U.S. men's national team. Uh, look, the, the, they finish in the semi, they, they finish in the final of the Gold Cup, runners up to Mexico. This is a lame tournament. It is tailor made for a U.S. Mexico final. In the, all the years this tournament has been going on, the U.S. or Mexico have won this every year with the exception of one year. We spoke about this last time where Canada won it. Uh, but, you know, the Mexican team under Tata Martino, I don't think they look particularly great either. Uh, but the U.S. look just god-awful. But I tell you what, before you and I get in, we have a very patient caller on the line. He's a regular contributor to the show. He's been actually texting me throughout the day. He always brings up great points. Let's go to Ray in Milwaukee. Uh, Ray, you there? Yeah, I'm here, and uh, I will tell you right now, when it comes to the women's game, I, I love it, but there's something that's missing that I wish we could see. When we saw the French team play against the United States, I saw the diversity of the French team. Compare that to the women's team. I only wish we had that type of diversity to make our team better. Ooh. You want to talk about yeah, diversity in the women's program? You know, part of the reason for that, Ray, and I'll let Kartik chime in here for a minute, is, you know, a, a majority of these women come through the collegiate system. And let's be honest, the collegiate system is, you know, tailors to primarily uh, white uh, middle class and upper middle class uh, people. Uh, those are generally the ones that are going through the collegiate system. And recruiting comes out of clubs, and clubs are very expensive to play for, uh, and that's where most of the girls that get recruited into the colleges come from. And so it is kind of, it is kind of a uh, uh, self-defeating system in terms of diversity. We're having less of that on the men's side because fewer of, the men, fewer of the men's players are now coming through the collegiate system. A lot more of them are now coming through the academy systems and coming through the minor leagues of American soccer. Kartik, do you see it that way or not? Yeah, no, I completely see it that way, and I agree with Ray about the French. Uh, that match, I think the diversity of the French team, uh, of the French uh, women's team, is similar to the French men's team. We know that was a struggle in France to get the men's team to that stage. Yeah. And uh, politically, a lot of right-wingers said, well, we're not rooting for France anymore because it might as well be Morocco's team or, you know, whatever racial analogy they want to use. Might as well right. be Senegal's team. Um, they... Um, the, the, the women have similarly integrated, and I, I've been impressed watching Leon and now the French national team, women's team, how um, right, it, it, right. it seems to mirror the men's game, right, Ray? Whereas the women, well, it doesn't. The women, it's kind of, yeah, well, I, the, I think Nick's point is well taken. It's no, college no. kids, basically. But, but, but that's exactly why, Kartik, because in France, other than the French players that come through the U.S. collegiate system, 
okay? Most of those women yeah. that play on the French team are coming through the French professional football club system, and they are being right. recruited by the women's teams of the professional men's football clubs, like the Lyon, the Paris Saint-Germain. Yep. They, they are going out and finding these women, and, and they're not recruiting them through college. So to answer yep. the diverse, diversity question, it's actually not that hard to answer. Uh, and I think I would like to see... Uh, you know, all the talk is about you know sexual orientation and and the uh, and 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 the the, the gays and lesbians, uh, you know, or, or the lesbians on the women's team and how important of a part they make on the team. Uh, but I think probably you know we should probably talk about diversity as being an issue. But that's something that's not going to get solved overnight. It's going to take it's going to take a serious uh, change in the way. Uh, it's going to take a change in the structure of women's football. It's going to take a robust women's professional league here in the United States rather than the kind of the one that we have. Yep. It's going to take academy programs for women, which they're starting to put into place now. And most importantly, it's going to take time. But look, Ray, let's talk about the Gold Cup because I really yeah, want to yeah, talk yeah, about I, this. I, I, I want to talk about too, Nick, and I want to ask you a question. Uh, when, when Scotland plays against England at Wembley, are, are there patriotism towards the queen question as much as Mexican-Americans rooting for Mexico when they root for Mexican teams? Well, no, but it's a little bit different, okay, because Scotland is a separate country. Uh, and, yeah, and a lot yeah, of people, well, that, well, you know, a, a lot well, of people, particularly Americans, uh, don't understand that there is nationalism in Scotland, in Wales, in Ireland, in England. Uh, and they are, yes, they're all part of the United Kingdom, uh, but Scotland has obviously it is is its own country, so their patriotism towards the United Kingdom is never questioned. Uh, but they are expected to root vi uh, uh, vigorously and as they always do uh, for their country. Well, okay, let me ask you something. When you see uh, England versus India in cricket, how is that portrayed? Oh, it, 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 well, it's slightly different because there's so many. Uh, in fact, I tell you what, I'm going to throw this to my good friend Kartik Krishnaya, who might be able to answer that even even more accurately. Yeah, I think it's there, Ray, but I, I, I um, the, the Mexican-American thing makes me very uncomfortable because I think it's being ginned up for business reasons for um, to try and get some of these ultra-nationalists that really aren't interested in, 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 in soccer or football. They're, they're, you know, they, they see it as maybe, you know, they're, they're, they're blue-blooded American, white Americans. Um, this thing is ginned up to get them interested. I've felt that for years, that very cynically, uh, those who market, you know, those who market the, uh, the sport in this country have done that, created this rivalry, have demonized Mexican-Americans. And I hate this one nation, one team th business. To me, that's a direct shot at Mexican Americans, and I've said that in the past. Right. And and it, what, the the thing for me is like, uh, some marketing has made billions of dollars off the Mexican national team, and how much of that money is going back into player development of the community that's drawing from? And that's the problem I have. All right, you know, Ray, you bring up a wonderful point. We are sadly. Out of time on this segment. Uh, Kartik and I will pick up this discussion on the other side. Ray, as always, appreciate the input. And if you're listening or would like to join in, 800-878-7529. 800-878-7529. Or find us on Twitter at Fist Street Sports. Boy, that just flew by. Great points there. When we come back, though, let's talk about the U.S. performance of the Gold Cup, Kartik. And let's talk about Greg Berhalter, a man with whom I have encouraged everyone to be patient with but 
boy, it looked like they couldn't. They just couldn't stop tripping all over themselves. All right. History Soccer, Nick and Kartik with you. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crown champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. You do it right to save because you work too hard for your money not to. Lowe's is here to help with savings throughout the store, like $15 off gallon cans and $45 off five-gallon pails via Lowe's gift card rebate when you buy select interior and exterior paint and stain. Update your appliances and get up to 40% off select appliance special values. Like a Whirlpool refrigerator was $13.99, now just $9.99. This summer, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 710 U.S. only. When is a staple store more than a store? When it's the Staples Back to School Block Party. And everyone's invited. July 13th and 14th, save 20% on school supplies. As a parent, I get everything my kids need, plus there's games, raffles, and prizes. And as teachers, we get classroom necessities at great prices. Yeah, I just love thinking about school in the summer. Mention this ad during checkout to get your 20% discount. Staples, back to school and beyond. In-store only. Valid July 13th and 14th. See store for details. Restrictions apply while supplies last. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. All right, welcome back. Free Soccer, Nikki Kartik with you. We're with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're very pleased that now our podcast can be found on Believe, B-L-E-A-V, also on Stitcher and iTunes and everywhere else. But uh, we're very pleased to be part of the Believe Network of podcasts as well. Um, Kartik, a couple of interesting tweets have come in. By the way, our Twitter is at Fifth Street Sports. 
Uh, Sam says the U.S. women's team just won the World Cup, and all I can see is mad Americans disowning them because one of them dropped a flag in the midst of the celebrations. He says they're effing <laughs> mental. And then he says MAGA. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, we, we, we are picking up on, on the, the bizarrest criticisms of these women, and they just won the Women's World Cup twice in a row. Not just, it, and they didn't just eke by, they won this in emphatic, all-American fashion. These are, these, this is the face of modern American women you're seeing here. You should be proud and not worry about whether, what their sexual orientation is, whether they drop a flag, why one of them wants to uh, sing the anthem or not. I mean, come on. All of this is irrelevant. Yeah, I, the, the criticism coming from the conservatives like Ann Coulter and other MAGA Trump people, I don't, I, I was, don't want this thing to be totally politicized, but there has been this drumbeat of nonsense uh, since they won, including this thing about dropping the flag and disrespecting this country and the American flag. And by the way, um, I watched the other day during the U.S. men's uh, lead up into the Gold Cup, there were, I think, multiple American players not singing the national national anthem, including yeah, right. Josie Altador, uh, I, but they, they don't make a big deal about right. that. So you could, you, I, I just do not uh, understand why, uh, especially a guy like Trump who says he wants to be winning all the time and make America great. This is the embodiment of American greatness, this women's national team. Yeah. And um, uh, people like Ann Coulter and these other uh, conservative commentators have uh, uh, opted to have a field day to try and discredit them. It, it's madness. Yeah, it is crazy. By the way, uh, Andrea Canales, uh, uh, Soccer Canales on Twitter, says, I can celebrate the dominance and triumph of the U.S. women's national team and still think their equal pay argument is disingenuous and that their own team record of being anti-equal pay for non-U.S. men's U.S. Uh, soccer women is a negative mark that they've never reckoned with openly and honestly. You know, we'll have that discussion a different time, yeah, Andrea. Yeah, it's not a bad point. Yeah, it's an interesting point. We can talk about it at a different time. But let's get back to the Gold Cup, Kartik, because um, I, I said that I was disappointed with some of Greg Berhalter's uh, substitutions, particularly when you're pushing for a goal at the end of the match. What do you do? You, you take out a defender and everyone's saying, oh, he put on another attacker. No, he put on another defender. I scratched my head a bit, a bit about that, but then you brought up a great point during the, during the break, which is, I might add, when we do some of our best work. Uh, during the break. <laughs> uh, you, and you pointed out that the problem's not Burhalter. The problem is the talent pool just isn't there. Yeah, I just don't think the talent pool is there. And Burhalter was, uh, w was drawing at straws and then uh, to begin with. And then you had Dwayne Holmes uh, from Darby and, and uh, Tyler Adams from Leipzig, two of his, two of his few European-based uh, players that he was going to take to this Gold Cup both get injured right on the eve of the tournament yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, and and be pulled off the roster, right? So that complicated things further. I mean, I think Holmes would have been the guy you throw on in that situation, yeah. actually, in a wide area, and you try and have him pump crosses in. Um, I was actually encouraged by the U.S. performance in that final. It was the first time. Look, Mexico versus the U.S. I know the U.S. has beaten Mexico a lot, but to me, they have never been a better fo footballing side than Mexico. They've won these Dos Cero matches by kind of – 
I mean, maybe tactically you could say it was smart, but sitting back, absorbing pressure, having a set piece, have Bocanegra score or, or Eddie Pope on a header, you know, one of these center backs going up on a on a corner and then uh, a counter attack where Donovan or Dempsey scores and they win 2-0. Um, this match was, uh, and obviously this isn't a vintage Mexico side and there were a lot of injuries and Tata Martino is still trying to get his system implemented there. But uh, the U.S. was uh, more open, more aggressive in how they attacked Mexico for I thought they were very good. Uh, I, I like the tactic that Berhalter wants to play. Uh, as I mentioned in the break, it's kind of like they they wanted to have a gunfight with a gunfighter, but they don't have they just yeah. don't have the people, and uh, concerns me. And it's a it's a bigger it's a bigger discussion to have. It's more than we can have in the last you know twelve minutes of the show, however long we got. Uh, but it is a problem. Having said that, the U.S. doesn't win the Gold Cup. And I think it further goes to illustrate what a pathetically lame tournament this is. Uh, not that the U.S. didn't win, but that once again, Mexico or the U.S. wins it. And look, we know these two teams are the dominant teams in CONCACAF, but it's just not interesting. And, and, and people say to me, in fact, I had people say to me on Twitter, well, Nick, don't you feel that way when, you know, uh, Liverpool goes to play Luton Town or you know whoever it is in the in the League Cup on a on a cold winter's night. Don't aren't you watching it and, and rooting for them? And the answer is no. Um, if I'm there, I'll go. It's a great atmosphere, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time watching watching that game. If we lose, it's a, it was shameful, and I expect the team to win. And and so you know. You can't call me a poor supporter because I've been supporting this team for the vast bulk of my life. Uh, but that's just the way I feel. So the same reason I just don't find the Gold Cup interesting. Yeah, I think um, the Gold Cup is not interesting also because the final is always in the U.S. And it's always in a place where um, you'll get a lot of Mexican-American fans. Uh, so, you know, you essentially have those two established as home teams throughout the tournament, and it's no coincidence that they've won every every running of this tournament except for one. Now, this time they did a little better having some group stage matches outside the U.S. That was uh, interesting. But again, when it came to the knockout stage and, and, and the, uh, the final was in the United States, and um, the U.S. has not had to play an away game in this tournament, I think, since 1993. Think about that for a minute. Uh, it, it, it's it's difficult to put too much stock in it, and we saw the U.S. win the Gold Cup last time and then go uh, away from home and qualifying and, and get beat um, over and over again. So th th this is the uh, the thing. You know, it also is, is, a, is a short tournament on American soil, which sometimes uh, – papers over the cracks, particularly with the U.S., but also with Mexico. I mean, Mexico uh, uh, has had some, some very difficult times in qualifying themselves away from home, um, going to Honduras, going to El Salvador, going uh, to some, some of those places. Uh, Costa Rica, they've had all kinds of trouble until this last cycle winning down there in San Jose. So um, I think it's a, it's a misleading tournament, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's one that doesn't get the passions flowing. I mean, Copa America was much more interesting. And uh, honestly, as you pointed out earlier, Brazil get it done in Brazil. Finally, break the hoodoo, the jinx. They get the they get the in the the big trophy they've been looking for. And it was uh, Firmino. It was uh, Allison. It was uh, it was Coutinho to to a degree. Had a lot of Liverpool stamped all over that one, Kartik. Yeah, it did. I mean, just a, a real. 
kind of uh, Premier League feel to that Brazil side in general. When you talk about uh, Gabriel Jesus also and yeah, Fernandinho. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, it, it's just uh, a lot of guys that are now playing their train in the Premier League. I mean, I remember the last time Brazil won the Copa in 2007, uh, it had a real Bundesliga feel to that Brazil team. Um, and then gradually, uh, we've seen Brazilian players. And at the time, they were only a handful of leading Brazilians, Gilberto Silva at, at Arsenal, uh, uh, Janinho, um, not not the Leon Janinho, the Janinho at uh, Middlesbrough. Uh, the, um, some, of, some of these Brazilian names are quite right. common, right, for footballers. So there have been, been a bunch of Janinhos. Um, but now we're seeing Brazilians really make an impact in English football. Um, and that's been brought home now by uh, uh, these these tournaments recently, the World Cup being a Premier League heavy side, uh, and the same thing with uh, um, the, the Copa America. And look, right now, you could argue the two best goalkeepers in the world, not just the two best goalkeepers in the Premier League, two best goalkeepers in the world are Brazilian in, in, in Allison and Ederson. I mean, they're just so both so good. Well, I mean, I, I think Allison's uh, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he really is. I mean, you know. Best keeper in the world? Yeah, best money spent by Liverpool. I mean, we all thought, how could they spend 80 million quid on a keeper? And um, <laughs> it, it looks like a steal at this point because he's essentially not only just this incredible shot stopper and great organizer of his back line, which neither Mignolet or Carius were, obviously. Both were flawed. But then also he can serve as like an auxiliary field player. We saw that develop as the, as the season wore on. Uh, and in Champions League, and, and uh, his ability to, to start quick counterattacks also for Liverpool, as we saw against Barcelona. I mean, he's just phenomenal. Yeah, he really is. It was great stuff. It was a great tournament, uh, and the third-place game, of course, uh, Messi getting sent off for Argentina, which is something, in fairness, first of all, I thought it was very soft sending off for Messi. I mean, he was really not responding to really being having his tail pulled, let's put it that way. Uh, but he was sent off, and, and you hardly ever see that with Messi. But it didn't didn't matter. Argentina still got it done. Um, yeah, uh, Gary Medell is is uh, a player who is infamous for uh, mucking it up, and you know, part of the edge that uh, Chile had on on Argentina and the, the previous two Copas where they had beaten them since the third successive Copa they had met in a obviously toward the end of the tournament. Um, it was that the 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 the, the kind of psychological um, advantage that guys like Medell by mucking it up. Mar uh, Arturo Vidal had some brilliant matches against Argentina. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was just um, – I, I don't want to get too much deep into this messy thing about the officiating, but there were some uh, – I, 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 I'm kind of concerned about it, actually. I don't want to give credence to what he said because he said it in such a incendiary way, but I, I – the officiating just wasn't wasn't good. It really it seems like he was being picked on, wasn't he? Oh, oh, for sure, he was being picked on. Yeah, and also I've never seen Messi get as brutalized as he was. Referees generally, yeah, won't allow. It. And part of that is is because it's not just because he's Lionel Messi. Okay, I mean, look, the greatest players in the world. I don't care what sport you are, almost always get special protection from officials. It's just that Messi isn't a, an aggressive aggressively physical player with other players he, he he doesn't go for the cheap shots he doesn't he doesn't pull players down because he's like two foot tall i mean he's not he's not the most physically aggressive player towards other players and so as a result he's generally the victim of the physicality and not the instigator it was very unusual to see this i really had to do a double take when i saw that red card come out 
Yeah, I, I really felt that um, it was not only unfortunate, but it just it gave credence to some of the things that Messi had said after the um, semifinal match against Brazil. And um, I, I think there's always been a dilemma on how you officiate the greatest stars in the match if you're an official. Um, I, I mean, I, I know some officials who were women's officials in the former women's league, the WPS, um, that was the forerunner of NWSL. And they would all tell me it was so hard to officiate Abby Wambach because she was the star, her and Marta, those two. And, you know, anything you do is going to get blown up. Uh, so then it's, it's that times 10 when you're dealing with Messi or, or Cristiano Ronaldo. I just think the common ball officials, um, they they officiate Messi very differently than those officials in Europe that you yeah, see uh, at La Liga or in the Champions League, and and it's uh, uh, it it became a problem in this tournament. Yeah, they absolutely do. It, it was a problem. I didn't like the way they um, the way they uh, instituted um, VAR very much in the uh, Copa America either. Uh, I, I don't think they brought it in until the semi until the quarterfinals, right? Yeah, and uh, and then there was all kinds of confusion once they brought it in about yeah. almost every call. All right, well, so much to talk about. So little time, obviously, Fifth Street Sports with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Uh, that's every night of the week, and we hope you will get your Philofax, your roller, not your roller, your Philofax, if you have one of those, or open your calendar on your phone or your Outlook and just put us in, not in pencil but in Sharpie. Make us a regular part of your week. We'll be right back to wrap it up after this. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. 
That's 800-584-2519. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow100.com all right welcome back just a couple of minutes uh, final thoughts uh women's world cup gold cup Copa america what's the one thing that stands out for you the one issue that these three tournaments have really brought to the forefront for you yeah, for me, I think it's VAR. Um, I don't like the way it was implemented at the Women's World Cup. I don't like uh, the, that the fact that the rules changes that went into effect, and this is one place where Megan Rapino has a point about criticizing FIFA, rules changes that went into effect. Uh, Rapino has a lot of good points, I should say, but uh, this one specifically about FIFA, um, about the fact that they, they implemented new rules effective June 1st and expected all the women uh, to adjust to them in a tournament when their league seasons, which had just ended in, in, in Europe, not in the U.S., uh, were played under a different set of rules with referees who weren't using VAR. Yeah. Um, bizarre that, they would, uh, that IFAB would put new rules into effect right before a major tournament. All right. Well, that's a great point. I agree. The, in, VAR is a great thing. I think I love it, but they have to get both the implementation of it and the rules. They have to be tweaked. Of that, there's no doubt. All right, we're going to continue this discussion uh, every weeknight. We do this uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, uh, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network on the Siri- uh, on uh, Sirius XM 211 Dan Patrick Sports, the award-winning Sirius XM app, iHeart, TuneIn, just about everywhere you want to be. And now the podcast is on Believe, B-L-E-A-V. You can find us on there. We'll be back tomorrow, and we will start to turn our attention to the transfer market. It is ongoing. It is rough and ready. And Daniel Levy, my God, he's spending a little dosh. Can't believe it. All right. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Myself, Nick Eber, and Kartik Krishnaya. Well, we'll break it all down for you right here on Fifth Street Soccer. In the meantime, have a great night, and we'll chat to you tomorrow. Hi, this is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports, then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the Worldwide Sports Byline USA Network.